Well, today, rather than um, one longer sermon, what we're going to do is we're going to have two shorter sermons. And as I begin, I don't know if it struck you, but uh, that song that we just sang there at the end, Cornerstone, actually that is, if you like, exactly the kind of image that so many people these last few days have been using about the Queen since her death on Thursday. Certainly for me, that's what struck me. I particularly actually, uh, on the evening after she died, Thursday evening, as I watched the BBC's coverage of her death, again and again, this words used by so many different people and with this idea of the Queen as our cornerstone. Our new Prime Minister, Liz Truss, she said she was the rock on which modern Britain was built. I think it was the royal correspondent Nicholas Witchell who said she was the keystone in the nation's architecture and that piece is no longer there. James Corden, he said, we viewed her as immortal, an essential part of the fabric of our world. Member of the public outside Windsor Castle that night, she said she was everyone's grandmother, the constant that has always been there. Boris Johnson described her as the keystone in that vast arch of the British state. Everyone spoke of the Queen as the cornerstone of life and the cornerstone of our country, holding everything together. And since her death, our screens, our papers have been filled with wonderful eulogies from leaders across the world. We've been rightly reminded of her extraordinary dedication to duty, of her wise leadership, of her beaming smile, of her ability to make anyone feel comfortable and valued. We've been reminded of her reign as the longest ruling monarch in British history, the only monarch that most of us have ever known. We know that she was, as in the words of the national anthem, she was long to reign over us. And she did it with such style and with with such skill and with such substance. She was, in so many ways, the cornerstone of our nation. And yet she knew that her cornerstone was elsewhere. Her cornerstone was not herself, but her cornerstone was her faith in Jesus Christ. That's what she said in 2014 in her Christmas broadcast that year. She said, for me, the life of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, is an inspiration and an anchor in my life. Or one of her very last words in her last Christmas Day broadcast, she spoke of how Jesus' teachings have been the bedrock of my faith. And we just sung Christ alone, cornerstone, and that was exactly what she believed. Jesus Christ alone, her cornerstone in all of life and all the challenges of life. There's a verse in in, in one of the uh, Psalms in the Old Testament. 
And it's the psalmist speaking. And the psalmist says this. He says, my flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And at the age of 96, after seven decades on the throne, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II has died. Her flesh and her heart have eventually failed after a wonderfully long life, lived to the full and lived in service of others. But you know, just as in that verse in Psalms, God has been and God is right now and God will be the strength of her heart and her portion forever. When the queen was just 13 years old, she gave her father a poem that he quoted in the Christmas Day broadcast that year. The year was 1939, the start of World War II. And the poem went as follows. I said to the man who stood at the gate of the year, give me a light that I may tread safely into the unknown. And he replied, go out into the darkness and put your hand into the hand of God. That shall be to you better than light and safer than a known way. And you know, throughout her life, Queen Elizabeth put her hand into the hand of God, God her cornerstone, for she knew that an unknown future it is best faced as we put our hand into the hand of a God who has already stretched out his hand in love towards us. For when we have our hand in the hand of God, we are holding on to the best guide for this life, And we're holding on to the best guide for life after death as well. For you see, each one of us, for each one of us, it is right to grieve and mourn. It's right to grieve and mourn about the loss of the queen. But we do not grieve without hope. St. Paul once spoke of dealing with death to the Christians in Thessalonica. And this is what he wrote. He said this. He said, brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. And just as you look at those verses now, if we keep them up, just as you look at them, they encourage us to grieve. But to not grieve without hope because Jesus Christ has died and then risen again. Jesus Christ got himself through death and that means he is the only person it is worth holding on to to get ourselves through death. And that's what the queen knew. That's what she knew. And I think that is what she would long that every single one of us here this morning would know, that it is worth holding on to Jesus. 
to say to Jesus, Jesus, I place my hand in your hand for this life and for the life to come. To go out into the darkness and put your hand into the hand of God. Verse 14 again says, we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. Right now, Elizabeth Windsor is with her Lord Jesus. She is with her cornerstone. She is with her sovereign. She is with the one whose hand she has held and the one who has held her hand. The one who has held her hand through life and the one who now holds her hand through death. God saved the queen.